From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Daniel Sellerson. D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra. Yeah. And the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Salerson. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome into the All-Star Recap Edition of the Black and Blue Report. As mentioned in the open, I am Daniel Salerson, filling in for Sean Kelly. And, whew, wow, All-Star 2014 is in the books, and let me just say, as I expected, the city and everyone involved did a fantastic job. The Smoothie King Center looked great, the weather was awesome, and it seemed like everyone was enjoying themselves, including Pelicans forward Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was a busy man this weekend, playing in the Rising Stars Challenge on Friday. He had all-star practice on Saturday, media availability on Friday and Saturday, and of course, the game last night. You'll hear Anthony's post-game media session in our next segment as he talks about the whole weekend. Also wanted to give a shout-out to Pelicans.com web team. Beth Blackburn, Micah Kamla, Jim Eichenhofer, John DeShazer, Jimmy Walker, Alex Restrepo, and Doug Tatum for all their hard work this weekend. Make sure you check out all the good stuff they have on Pelicans.com and the Pelicans mobile app. So, as you know, there was a game last night as the Eastern Conference came out victorious in a defensive-minded game, 163-155. to Yes, so it was 89-76 to at the half. You can tell a very high-scoring affair at the Smoothie King Center last night. Cavaliers point guard Kyrie Irving won the MVP, scoring 31 points and dishing out 14 assists on 14 of 17 shooting. If you watched it, you can tell that no one played any sort of defense until basically the last four minutes of game. Which I say is okay because the fans don't want to see an all-star game that has a final score of 95-90. to 90. So again, a, a good show last night. I think uh, Trombone Shorty, halftime performance, killed it. Pharrell for the intros with all the uh, special guests. Um, Snoop Lion, Snoop Dogg, whatever you call him, Diddy. All those guys did a really good job. So what did everyone think about the all-star Saturday night and the new format? Dunk contest is basically east against west. And uh, just my opinion, not really a big fan of it. I'm not going to go into... Too much details about what I thought, but not a really big fan of having the East versus the West. The whole point of these competitions is to show who is the best, and I feel like just have them battle it out. Have them battle it out, at least on the East side with those three guys winning at the end. Have them battle it out for the dunk championship. So, But congratulations to the East, and uh, I must say the Ben McLemore and John Wall dunk at the end really capped off all-star Saturday night. Later on the show, John DeShazer sits down one-on-one with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, and J.D. asked the commissioner his thoughts on the new format, and I'll let you hear for yourself, but I got a feeling that this format might not last that long, and it might be changed next year, but again, I'll let you hear that coming up later on in the show. So uh, enough rambling from me. A little tired this morning, but I'm sure everyone is. Everyone, I hope everyone enjoyed their All-Star Weekend. Coming up next, we'll have Anthony Davis's thoughts on All-Star Weekend. And then, of course, later on, we'll have JD's interview with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. The All-Star Recap edition of the Black and Blue Report continues in one minute. Your mission, win your share of up to $3 million in free play and prizes. M-Life presents License to Thrill, only at Beau Rivage. 
you could win a trip to London, even a new Mercedes E350. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday. Up to 800 winners. So play for the thrill. License to thrill. You belong at the Bow. CM Life Desk for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. Here's a valuable lesson I've learned as an Intergy customer. Saving energy saves you money. And the online videos at EntergySavings.com show you how. A few simple projects can make a big difference in your bill. In just a few hours, I knocked my monthly bill down by 20%. It was easy. From caulking windows to programming your thermostat, the Entergy videos walk you through it. Visit EntergySavings.com and start saving today. That's the power of people. Entergy. Punt, pass, kick, and dunk. Lob to the rim, alley-oop dunk, Anthony Davis. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, I would say that Anthony Davis had a good showing this weekend in the events he participated in. Anthony scored 16 points and grabbed eight boards and even had two blocked shots in the BBVA Rising Stars Challenge on Friday. Last night, AD only played nine minutes in front of the home crowd uh, in the All-Star game. Anthony had 10 points on five of six shooting, though, so not a bad showing from him last night. So uh, what did Anthony Davis think of his All-Star weekend in the Big Easy? Here's AD talking to the media after last night's game. I'll talk about the night game, the whole experience. It was great. You know, uh, fun experience. You know, probably one of the funnest times I had in my life. Um, go out there and play. You know, get the crowd into it. Uh, saw some great dunks. You know, some great guys go to work. You know, uh, that's all you can ask for. It's almost like they had three plays drawn up for you right away to get you involved early. No, um, no I just I knew everybody wasn't playing defense in that beginning. You know, um, beginning part uh, that quarter, so I was trying to just run. You know, CP was throwing lobs, trying to get assists, so I was running, trying to catch some. What was it like with Chris Paul kind of leading a couple of those alley oops for you? Yeah, um, it's great. You know, uh, he got great court vision. You know, uh, great timing. So, um, you know, he kind of fooled me with one. We threw off the backboard to us, where everybody was running towards him. So. Uh, you know, he's, he's a great player. Anthony, what will stand out about this first All-Star experience for you? Uh, that was here in New Orleans. You know, um, had a, a lot of you know fans behind me supporting me. You know, um, so that's, that's probably the biggest memory I will have. Would you have liked to play a little bit more? I mean, of course. You know, uh, I mean, I wasn't mad. I was cheering my team on. You know, I just wanted to win, actually. You know, uh, watch KD and LeBron go at it and Kyrie and Steph went there for a little bit. You know, um, then Kyrie and CP. I mean, so... I mean, it was fun. It was a fun experience for me. Um, first All-Star, you know, second year. So, I mean, I wasn't going there expecting to play a lot of minutes. You know, uh, I just wanted to be there and enjoy it all. So when did everyone start playing defense? Uh, like the last four minutes. You know, uh, <laughs> the last four minutes, it got, it got real. You know, uh, you know, CP was like, let's play defense, you know, everything like that. So, uh, really the whole four quarters, to be honest. But guys was really trying to lock down defensively. Uh, defensively in that four, in the last four minutes. Who do you have the most conversation with on the bench? I saw you sitting next to Kobe one time. Kobe, I mean, yeah, I, you know, me and Kobe really, really cool. You know, so uh, it's talking a lot. Um, CP, I mean, all the guys really. You know, uh, it was just like we were one team and we've been together. You know, for a year already. About basketball or just general stuff? Uh, everything. You know, Dwight making jokes. You know, uh, talking about music. You know, music came on. Everything, um, things that's going on the jumbo on the jumbotron. So, uh, no, it, it was a fun experience for me. Anything surprise you about tonight that you maybe didn't expect coming in for the first all game? Uh, I didn't think I was going to be that nervous. You know, uh, they told me don't shoot a jump on your first shot. You know, um, 
You know, your legs, legs get weak and you go airball. You know, uh, LeBron told me, uh, John told me that LeBron told him. So, you know, the first one, that's why I hesitated for like three seconds. I didn't want to shoot it. Now that I'm too open, nobody's running out to me, so I got to shoot it. What was it like, Anthony, to play with Chris Paul specifically on those alley of connections? A lot of us are familiar with him down here. It was great, you know. You got a great time and great court vision, great awareness, you know. So uh, I'm just trying to get out and run the open floor. Uh, I know he was going to find me. This whole week, this whole experience for you, what do you think you enjoyed the most? Uh, it being here in New Orleans, you know. Um, one, I don't have to fly anywhere. You know, I just go 10 minutes up the street and I'm at home, you know. So and uh, um, you know, all the fans are supporting me. You know, everybody's behind me. So uh, I'm glad that it was here. How much, how much relief was it not to shoot an air ball in the first time? Uh, great. You know, I mean, millions of people are watching, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I'm just glad I hit my first shot. So the last time you were that nervous was when, Anthony? Probably the national championship game. Really? Yeah. What was the mindset when you got in? Let's go play ball. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I played with these guys all year. So, I mean, play against these guys all year. So, I mean, it wasn't, you know, anything different. You know, um, guard guys that I normally guard in regular games. So, I mean, it wasn't nothing different like that. Um, just trying to, you know, I knew, you know, guys were trying to score. You know, and try to get points on the board so we can win. So I was just trying to run for a rebound. You know, uh, you know, CP did a great job of finding me. Yes, what's the most important things you might have taken from this game? Uh. Definitely told me just go have fun. Everybody's saying just go have fun, you know. Um, so all star weekend about having fun, you know. And guys kept saying it over and over. Um, and you could definitely got have fun with. Is there any one basket that you liked the most? With Allie, Oops, and Chris. Yeah, I didn't. The one I didn't know James was gonna throw the lob to me, you know. So I kind of like spun around and dunked it, kind of. You know, it kind of threw me off guard. Um, so I was pretty impressive. I mean, I didn't know I was gonna do that. It just like kind of happened. Moving forward, the second half of this season, what's the overall mentality? Trying to get as many wins as possible. Yeah, um, you've got to you know lock down defensively, play harder. Um, you know, we know uh, got to step it up. You know, and guys are doing that. You know, um, we got a lot of guys hurt, so um, our energy level has to have to rise in the second half. And, uh, come out better. You know, coming out of halftime. You know, and try to push the lead. Was this weekend everything you imagined it would be? Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I had, I had a lot of fun. Um, busy weekend, but I enjoyed it. You know, and I'm uh, hopefully that I can do one of these next year. You know, again, um, it was a great experience. So now Anthony and the Pelicans are back to work today. They have practice later on this afternoon, and they get ready for the second half of the season, starting with the New York Knicks on Wednesday night. When we come back, John DeShazer sits down with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue, congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center as the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results and they look great. No problems. 
leading-edge care. Just one more reason to choose an Auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Well, Adam Silver officially took over on February 1st, replacing David Stern, who was in charge of the league for 30 years. <laughs> Big shoes to fill. Yesterday, before the All-Star Game, John DeShazer sat down with Mr. Silver to talk about his first two weeks on the job and other various topics. Guys? Now, All-Star Weekend here in New Orleans, the second one, second one since 2008. How is New Orleans, the city, have handling this extravaganza this time? You know, I, I've noticed um, market uh, improvements in the city. I mean, I think we were still dealing with a post-Katrina phase of New Orleans in 2008. And in fact, um, I, James Carville was reminding a group of us yesterday that the presidential debates moved out of New Orleans back uh, in 2008 post-Katrina, well after we were here for the All-Star Game in February. And um, again, back to David Stern, uh, he showed the leadership you know, which was necessary to bring us back here. But um, I think Katrina was very much on everybody's mind back then, and and you all were still very much in a rebuilding process. I'd say, at least to me, you know, the city is fully back now. Um, You know, I sense a different vibe in the community, uh, a renewed optimism. I've spent a lot of time in the last several days with uh, Mayor Landrieu, and as I've said, I can't imagine um, a more hardworking, more progressive, smarter mayor in any city in America, with one exception, because I heard from Kevin Johnson (laughs) when I said that yesterday. So they are equals in my mind. (laughs) Mayor Johnson, Mayor Landrieu, the two greatest mayors in America. (laughs) Well said. Um, Now, new ownership for the Pelicans now, uh, Tom and Gail Benson, along with Rita Benson LeBlanc. Uh, What do you think about that ownership change and what it has meant to this franchise? You know, it's meant the world to this franchise. Rita and I have spent more time together than I have with Tom and Gail, and she's been very helpful to me even in my first few weeks as commissioner because she experiences the NFL from the ownership side, and she's shared with me some of the NFL best practices and um, all things that I'm taking into account as I learn how to manage this league. And in addition, they bring to the table all of the great operating skills they have from their NFL experience with the Saints and the championship pedigree there. So um, they are wonderful owners, and I mean, I'm not sure where this franchise would be without them, frankly. Mm-hmm. Now, you were deputy commissioner for you know more than two decades, but you know, we, I, I worked at the league for more than two decades, <laughs> yeah. but I haven't been. De- I was deputy okay. commissioner for the last six years or so. For the last six years. Now we hear you know this this correlation or or, or this you know this imagery made where when it's coaching, you know, it's different from being an assistant coach than a head coach. You know, you move over, the, move over those six inches and all right. of a sudden it's totally different. Is it totally different now that you've moved over, you know, figuratively those six inches? I wouldn't say totally different. I've been the deputy commissioner actually for eight years. I think I just said six. And I've been with the league for 22 years working for David Stern the entire time. So I've had a bird's eye view of what it's like um, to be commissioner in this league for a long time. I mean, having said that, it's very different being the deputy commissioner and the commissioner. Um, I, I have only been the commissioner since February 1st, so arguably I haven't been really tested yet. Mm-hmm. I have the good fortune of a 
great group of colleagues who've been with the league for a long time, all of whom are, you know, still in place. And so, um, you know, we'll see. I feel it. It's different, certainly, in terms of my profile. Um, not many people ever ask me for my autograph or for a picture with me before <laughs> February 1st. I'm realizing that that comes with the job. It's fun. You know, I've, I've um, selfie is a word I hear all the time. Now. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure you still don't want my friend to take it. No, I want to do a selfie. I'm like, okay. You know, so I'm, I'm enjoying that part of it. And the, the people are great here in New Orleans. I mean, you got a lot of really terrific NBA fans here and so I, I've met a lot of folks in the last few days here well of course because you make some fans here because one of the first de- decisions that you did make was naming Anthony Davis to the all-star team right. now what was one of the you know deciding factors for you in that decision you know I would I would like to say to the people of New Orleans that um I named him because he's a Pelican the fact is he was the most deserving player who hadn't previously been elected um, by the fans or selected by the coaches to be an all-star. So it happened to work out that he's a Pelican, which is wonderful to have a hometown player in Works the game. Here. But he, um, he is, he's a great young man. I got to know him first uh, when he played on, as part of the USA team, you know, under Coach K. And, uh, you know, I, you know just, just a, a wonderful young man, obviously a great player with a terrific future in the league. Now, AD, a 20-year-old guy, I read uh, recently that you said you like to raise the minimum age to 20. Um, just explain that. Well, I, I wasn't intending to make news there. That was part of our platform in the last collective bargaining negotiation that we wanted to raise the age to 20. And we agreed when we settled on a new collective bargaining agreement that we would park so-called um, B-list issues for another day. And that was not an issue that we felt was worth um, you know, staying, uh, you know, not playing over. But, um, you know, I think we would have a better league with a 20-year-old age limit. I'm not saying it's religion, you know, for me, but my experience in talking to coaches in this league, former players, and college coaches as well, that um, we would have a better league if these young men young men had an opportunity to um, mature an, an extra year to become better teammates and learn the game, you know, at, at a high level in college. In addition, college basketball would be better for it. That's what all the college coaches tell me. I'm a Duke grad. I'm very close to Mike Krzyzewski, and he feels strongly about it. I think he would go 21. He wouldn't agree on 20. And and one of the things that I've been reminded of, even just in the last few weeks since I became commissioner, is how important strong college basketball is for a strong NBA. And I'd also say how strong, how important it is to have strong youth basketball is for a strong college. So I... Part of my obligation as commissioner of the NBA is to be a steward of the game of basketball, not just for the NBA. And I think when I look at holistically the community out there of basketball players, I think we would all be better off if there was a 20-year-old age limit. Having said that, I understand the other side, and I'm very sensitive to it, you know, in that um, these young men also um, deserve an opportunity to play professionally and there needs to be a balance and maybe that can be achieved through the development league through appropriate insurance if players go to college so i'm not you know it's it's not something i could mandate even if i wanted to it has to be collectively bargained with the nba players association but it's an issue i'd like to sit down and discuss with them mm-hmm. now in your role as commissioner you just experienced your first uh, nba all-star saturday night what are you what were your impressions of it it needs work um i, I had a great time I, I enjoyed the new format for the dunk, but I recognize I, I read a lot of uh, the reaction on social media this morning, and I pay attention to all those things. 
the good news is I've got a year <laughs> to fix it <laughs> <laughs> before we're in New York next year. Okay. Um, now, Commissioner, you look pretty fit. Do you play, you know, ball on, on the side? or or? I play a little bit of ball. I, I am not all that good, so I'm not anxious to ever be in the celebrity game, for example. <laughs> um, I, I, but uh, I played as a kid. It's been a part of my life. I've been a fan my entire life. Um, I also think fitness is important, and we have a terrific program called NBA Fit, and I think part of the values of this game um, is to encourage fitness for young boys and girls and adults as well. So um, I'm trying to set an example by being fit myself. Okay, now you, you, when you play, you're not the guy who commits the flagrant foul, though, are you? Never, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay, that's Commissioner Adam Silver here on the Black and Blue Report. Daniel, back to you. Thanks, guys. When we come back, I'll wrap things up. And uh, also you'll hear from Kobe Bryant, who had a press conference yesterday to talk about his injury recovery. So I'll have some of that for you in one minute. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. So much for an all-star break. Just like that, the Pelicans start the second half of the season on Wednesday when they host the New York Knicks at the Smoothie King Center. Tickets are still available. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com. On Wednesday, we'll have Frank Isola from the New York Daily News who covers the Knicks. He's also on Sirius XM Radio. He was here for All-Star Weekend and is staying Put for a couple more days as the Knicks come into town on Wednesday. We'll have him on to preview Wednesday's game. Also, we'll effort to get you uh, some national guys for the trade deadline. The trade deadline is on Thursday, February 20th, so we hope to have some coverage on that and see which teams are wheeling and dealing heading into March. On tomorrow's show, I'll play you some of the red carpet interviews from Tom and Gail Benson's All-Star Party on Friday night. Sean and John were doing their best Joan Rivers and Ryan Seacrest impression and spoke to a bunch of current and former athletes and celebrities on the red carpet. So we'll have some of those interviews for you on tomorrow's show. Before I end the show, Kobe Bryant addressed the media before the game yesterday to give us an update on his injury recovery. And of course, with lots of media there, there were a variety of questions asked to Mr. Bryant. Here's a portion of that press conference from yesterday. Uh, how's the recovery coming on your knee, and when can we take you back on the court? It's uh, it's coming slowly. It's coming slowly. Um, I'm, I'm optimistic coming out the break that you know, I have uh, uh, some improvements uh, once I get back uh, to LA and you know, do a couple follow-ups, and um, and then go from there. But it's, it's, it's been a slow process. Howard, the break. 
Howard back from Bleacher Report. Over here, Cooper. Uh, I think I know the answer to this question, but uh, unusual for you to be here in this capacity, only in the street clothes. Do you think you'll be back on this stage again, actually playing in an all-star game? I hope so. I hope so. Because, uh, you know, when you're playing an all-star game, you, you, it means you're one of the best players in the world. So, um, yeah, it's obviously a big goal of mine to be there. But it's tough coming here, though, because, you know, normally when you come, you know, competitive juice is already flowing. Uh, now it's kind of looking at it from a different perspective, but you also get a chance to soak it all in a little bit more and uh, kind of sit back and, and watch and, you know, observe, uh, which has its own fun element to it. Back left. Uh, two questions. ZrochtaChampionAngad.com, uh, Moscow, Russia. Two que- I got two questions. Uh, first first is about yesterday's slam dunk contest. There's a lot of criticism about this now. And second is uh, it's uh, All-Star Weekend, but it's also uh, one more big tournament going on right now. I mean, uh, Winter Olympic Games, maybe you have to watch it some, some way. Yeah, no, I've been following the Sochi Games um, you know, every single day. I've been watching it. You know, marveling at uh, those athletic accomplishments. You know, I've been watching virtually every single sport. Um, my mission, actually, yesterday was trying to figure out the rules of curling as I was watching the sport of curling. I, you know, <laughs> I failed miserably, but it was still fun to watch. Um, so as far as the dunk contest, I, mean, it's, it's, I grew up with you know, the old school rules. Uh, you know, when Dominique and Michael were competing in uh, I guess I'm a kind of a purist at heart. I, I'd much rather watch that type of uh, dunk contest format. Henry Anderson.com. Um, you have a reputation as something of a difficult teammate. I'm wondering if you're a little bit. <laughs> if you're concerned, that could be a factor in affecting a free agent this summer. Well, nah, not necessarily. You know, I'm, I'm a difficult person to deal with. Um, for people who don't have the same kind of um, competitiveness or commitment to win, then, then I become an absolute pain in the neck because um, I'm going to drag you in the gym every single day. If you need to be drugged, that's what I'm going to do. And for players that have that level of commitment, um, very, very easy. In fact, we wind up enhancing the entire group and elevating them to that type of level. But um, if you don't have that commitment, then I'll, I'll absolutely be very, very tough to deal with. No question about it. Mark, uh, Mark Spears, Yahoo Sports. What, what exactly, if anything, can you do now, and, and are you still hopeful to play the season? Well, I just, you know, just stick to the script. Just try to get better, and then, uh, then go from there. I, mean, I just try to focus, keep my blinders on, and just, you know, do what I have to do, and uh, not worry too much about what's going on around you. Just stay focused on you know, what my responsibilities are. Hey, I'm, I'm, like I said, I just keep my keep my blinders on, man. Just focus on getting better myself and going from there. Brian Backright, uh, Brian Mahoney, Associated Press. Uh, Kobe, obviously, you're not going to play as much ball as you want through this year. You probably have some leftover energy in the summer. Did you ever think, you know, they like me in Spain? I might as well go show up and try and play for the U.S. again. <laughs> I didn't even thought about that. Uh, probably not. Probably not. But I'll probably. Playing, I play much more pickup ball than I have in the past in the summertime. In the summertime, I normally don't. Um, but I'll probably do a lot more of that. Well, the Pelicans take on Kobe Bryant's Lakers during their five-game, nine-day Mardi Gras road trip that starts at the end of February and ends in the beginning of March. Well, that'll do it for the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I hope everyone has a great start to their week. 
and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Monday. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.